starting over. The Grid. A digital frontier. I tried to picture clusters of information as they moved through the computer. What did they look like? Ships, motorcycles. Were the circuits like freeways? I kept dreaming of a world I thought I'd never see. And then, one day, I got in. Welcome to the whole picture. What's going on? I'm here with BK. What's up? We're going to talk Tron. We also got a special guest, Tech Force. He'll be here with us in just a sec. Uh, we're going to talk Tron. We're going to talk some things that Tech Force has got coming up. Now, I had just started watching Tron, the cartoon, because it's on Hulu. Right. The only problem I have, and I can see why it only lasted one season, is because of the the cartoon drawing the way the people the looked actual it, animation right yeah but the actual background and all of that was great it looked like a tron universe oh it, just the people in it great because it's the same basically i guess is what they used in the movie right the, the legacy the second one right and actually it's uh in between the two right is where this takes place because it's still it talks about the isos and all that right and it talks about how uh Olivia Wilde's got one part in it as herself yeah. in it, and she's just got one episode, and she's talking about how she's trying to hide from being an ISO and yeah, and all that. So it's before she even gets with Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, or uh, Flynn. Flynn. So uh, let's get Tech on Tech Force on the line. All right. You there? What's up? What's going on, man? Hey man, just chilling. How you guys doing? Doing all right. We've been talking about trying to get a do a show together for a while now, haven't we? Yeah, uh, it's been a minute, man. Because I know I think it was just really timing and getting everything uh, together. But I'm I'm glad and thank you guys for inviting me on the show, especially talking about one of the things I love the most. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Yeah. So how did you get in, how did you get into Tron? Um. I probably told this story so many times people don't even want to be my friend anymore because <laughs> I've said it so much. But um, it started, man, honestly, when I was maybe seven or eight years old, man. Um, I remember, and this is weird that I remember. This is one of my earliest memories. I remember being, me and my parents at the time had lived in this apartment. And right. this is back when the Disney Channel had first really just, the Disney Channel had first really uh, come on, and 
I remember watching a trailer for Tron, and I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Because the way they had the imagery set with the, the light cycles and just, you know, it based in the computer and, and, and just the music and everything had me just going. I said, Dad, you got to tape that for me. Um, so you ended up recording recording on, you know, VHS or, hell, Betamax. I don't know. I'm old. so um, <laughs> Right. I understand all that. Some people may not. <laughs> I know the term. Yeah. I, I, he recorded it, and then I probably broke that videotape because I watched it over and over and over, and there was something in trying that resonated with me. And it, I, I kept it for the rest of my life. Um, so when I... You know, but when I started rapping and stuff, when I started um, creating kind of my persona, I figured, you know, Tron would be, it was the thing that grew up with me and it'd be the closest that I could put into that tech force. And and, and that's how it came to be. And it's what, uh, Light Cycle Entertainment, correct? Yes, yes. Light Cycle Entertainment is, is the name of my company. Okay, so uh, what's the latest CD you got put out? Because it's been a while since, like, like I said, we've been talking for a while. Last one I heard was that one you just put out. Was the one? With yeah, um, Server Crash is the latest uh, album, Part One. Server Crash Part One. I'm actually working on Part Two right now, um, and I've been doing various um, different collaborations. Uh, I have a group that I'm in called uh, the Abnormal. It was me. Uh, Ambush Ben, um, this guy named Aramis, and a uh, rhyme artist. And we we put out a, a Rogue One track back in December. Cool. Um, yeah, well, we were just, you know, spitting rhymes about Star Wars. It did pretty well as far as the views go. So I've been working on um, several different things. But what I'm working on part two right now for Server Crash, and I'm also working um, on, on several projects, with the, one with the homie Siren. And um, there's... There's one this summer I'm actually doing, uh, finally finishing my Tron album. Oh, nice. So I got a Tron, I got an album dedicated to the, the first Tron that I'm finally going to put out on July 9th uh, to celebrate the 35th anniversary. That's this July? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm definitely going to have to look at that then. That definitely resonated with me because I saw the original Tron in the theater when it came out. Not me. <laughs> Did you? So I'm wow. a little old, apparently. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wish I could have seen it myself. I had a friend of mine that said he saw it too, man, and that had to be mind blowing to like have that type of CG and, on, and just on that, that screen. Oh, during the, at that time it was amazing, and um, yeah. I remember I was young. I was probably twelve or thirteen. I I don't remember exactly, but I remember just being blown away, thinking, "Wow, this is incredible!" and and then and I never saw anything else like it, and I never saw anything like it again until they continued the story all those years later. And was, right, and well, Tron was made for 3D. Oh, definitely, oh, definitely. Tron Legacy in 3D was, was amazing, and I like the fact that they did the whole, they did the human, the regular world, real world in regular 2D. Yes, and then put the Tron world in 3D. And, yeah. and in the original, it wasn't in 3D, but it felt like it, even though it wasn't. Right. You know, the little yeah. they did a little trick with that, that they filmed the part where they were in the grid area in the computer. They filmed it in black yeah. and white and added color onto right. it to make it kind of right. have that little look. 
Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the creators uh, of the designer. Was it was it Sid Meier? I think is his name. I'm trying to think. I, I can't remember his name specifically, but it was a French artist that worked on the uh, on the imagery in the background. So all the crazy designs and some of the imagery he designed first. And then they like um, added like a color technique to it later on. I think is what happened with it. Right, it's special uh, color color technique that they added. Yeah, I don't know the exact name for it, but for then that was an amazing graphics. I mean that they yeah. even the Tron guy. Yeah, that goes around. Yeah, so um, if it wasn't they, for Tron, that would never be around. It wouldn't, man. It it set the tone for CG, and as a matter of fact, the the Academy, um, uh, it it should have won the Academy Award, but they thought that C, you know, that CG was cheating, you know, yeah. special effects with computers was cheating, so they <laughs> they didn't give give them the award, which is crazy because that's all it wins now, is yeah, exactly. uh, you know, movies that have CG What would that be without CGI? What would Forrest Gump yeah. be? Yeah. Especially with all those flashbacks oh, with man. the presidents and all that. Right. Yeah. The deleted yeah, it's, scene. It's, um, good. What do you think of the game? I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tron, you know, that actually did way better than that oh, movie. Oh, yeah, it did. I used to love playing Tron it. Evolution was a dope game, man. And um, I think it did a good job of setting its own tone. Like, it had the characters that you interact. You had... had um, Cora, and that they helped you out sometimes, of course, with it. But I think it did a good, good, good job of setting the tone, and they really stepped into the Tron universe. Like, um, just the life cycle scenes were well done. I think the way you could upgrade your disc was fantastic, and they had the power ups. Um, I wish they would have made a sequel to it. Well, you never know; they might, because I heard they were doing a part three. So, yeah, well, they they were doing a part three, but Disney shut it down. Um, I they? think a lot of people think it was based on the fact that Tomorrowland did really bad, and oh. Disney was like, "Oh, well, we, we can't take a chance on another Tron." And they just they because they were actually doing they were on the set in Canada doing production, and they shut every they shut everything down. Well, Tron Two was a very expensive project. Just one of those yeah. suits cost like sixty thousand dollars. Well, the yes. Jeff Rich CGI alone probably was real expensive too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And the, yeah. the lights in those it, it suits was, were yeah. made of LEDs that yeah. only lasted like twelve minutes. That ran off this little small b- right. battery, so they had to turn them on right before shooting and right after, and then change them out. Right. So and hey, we got a caller. Uh, let's see what he w- wants to say or has to say or question or whatever. Okay. Hey caller, how's it going? What's your name? Hello. We had a caller. We had one. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, it's Tech Force. Never mind. Click." <laughs> it, it was probably me. <laughs> like, what? That guy's old. No way. <laughs> well, it's <should. laughs> it's all good. I'm surprised I had a caller. Oh, hold on one second. Let's see. Maybe. Yeah. It's just... You there? Hello. No. Okay. Be that one, yeah. You there? Hello? No. All right. I guess nobody's there. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Right. Well, they'll, they'll call back in if they want to talk enough. 
Yeah. Yes, they will. I'm sure they will. So, but we'll get back to, uh, we've actually got a thing that we do called 20 questions. Yeah, we subject everyone to this, so (laughs) feel special. Okay. And I'm actually going to cut you some slack and only make it 19 because we already asked the first one, which was, you know, what got you into Tron. And you've already answered that. So So you only have 19. All right. So here's your next one. What was your first movie experience? My first movie experience? Yes. Uh, Probably uh, Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Okay. Um, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Okay. What is a Stranger Things prediction that you have for season two? Good question. Um, that Eleven is trapped in the Upside Down with the Demi Gorgon. Okay. I'm behind, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, I will understand what that is when I get caught up. Okay, moving on. Mario or Luigi? Um, Mario. Mario. What is the craziest show you have ever done? It's okay to say it's this. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mean like a performance show, a radio show? Sure. Yeah, performance show. Performance show. Uh, craziest show that I've done. Uh, was probably at this place called the Absent Lounge where they had couches and people were right in your face when you're performing, so it was really awkward. Okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm a former writer myself, so yeah, I understand what you're talking about. I've actually <laughs> been <laughs> and I can agree. Um, favorite yeah. gaming system? Uh, favorite Chrono Trigger. Never SNES, heard of that Chrono Trigger, uh, and Secret of Mana. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, home or movie theater? Uh, movie theater. I love the big screen myself, yes. Um, yeah, if yeah, you I, I love it. on a bench and have a conversation with someone for an hour, who would it be? A conversation with someone for an hour? Anybody? Just, it could be anybody, Any, anybody. dead or alive. Um, man, that's a hell of a good question. Uh, who would it be? Uh, it would be Fife from um from a tribe called Quest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Last year. Okay. If you could do a song with anyone, who would it be? Again, with anyone? Dead or alive. Anyone. Dead or alive. Um. That's a good band. Good yeah, choice. No, I'm kidding. That's not your answer. <laughs> yeah, man, you got to the good, the good ones. Um, probably, once again, Q-Tip from a trial called Quest. Okay. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Mm-hmm. All the way. Upcoming yeah. movie you're most looking forward to see? Uh, what am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the new Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. You're not alone in that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, where's, the place, ready. where's the place you haven't played that you would like to? Um, packs. Any packs. Okay. 
What got you into rapping? <laughs> Is it redundant to say uh, a tribe called Quest? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. But as you can tell, that's my my favorite group of all time. But it was one album called Midnight Marauders made me want to do hip hop. Okay. Um, if asked to be in Tron Three or to do a song for it, which would you choose? Do I have to choose? Yeah, <laughs> you have to choose. <laughs> uh, I'll probably say be in it. Okay, I, I, w- I would probably do that myself too. Yeah, because um, then I can say I'm part. I've been part of uh, of the Tron universe. So you were part of the yeah, exactly. Right, you never know. Yeah. You end up being like Daft Punk, right? There you go. Mhm, mhm. Tron or Tron Legacy? Uh, Tron. It's only because I'm old. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you. What's your thoughts <laughs> on technology in music? I think it has helped it um, grow exponentially. Our, our, our even it being digital, it's allowed it to be shared with the world. So when you make something, you can send it to somebody in Sweden and they can work on it and make it better. So it's actually connected people better. Uh, that's my thoughts on technology and, and, and music and how it's helped to um, just make us better artists. What about auto-tune? Not for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... I'm not a fan. Like I, I understand people use it, but I never found how it can make me sound any better. So I'm not down. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got three more questions for you. This next okay. one, this is very important. Do you like right. Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> God, For the record, such a I did not write question. these questions. Do I like you can come up with some of the weirdest questions too. Some are random. As, yes. long, as, can, as long as he can do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. I don't care. Do it. Okay. Adam Sandler <laughs> or David Spade? Oh man. You know, I just saw a Netflix movie both in a minute, and it was really horrible. So can I a, uh, like? Western. No, it was another one oh, where the, he was uh, like the do over. The do over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was bad. I thought that was pretty good for uh, what it was. It was better it was than the, the western. Yeah, it was definitely yeah, better. It was than definitely that better one, than the western. Um, yeah, uh, we okay. Adam Sandler, nineties Adam Sandler. Nineties Adam Sandler. Like okay. Water, Waterboy, Happy Gilmore, that Adam Sandler. Right. When he actually cared about making people laugh. <laughs> right. Instead of the love story. That was actually one of his goals instead of just getting that check. That's right. right. Okay, yeah. last one. We're going to make it epic. What movie do you refuse to watch? What movie do I refuse to watch? Yes. Yes. Um, you ever see, heard, heard of a movie called Feast? Feast. Feast. No. No, I have not. Good. Feast is like the most disgusting 
series of movies like that you've ever seen. It's dealing with monsters that invade this town, but it it man, the the movie is so gross that it shows kids being dismembered and oh my God. Wow. children being dismembered in this movie. So this movie show like they hold it holds no bars. It, I mean it, it's. It it's like it's it's insane, and I won't. I refuse to watch that movie or any any series of that because it just messes me up in the head. So no. All right. Then. Okay. I will support yeah. that choice. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this color thing one more time. All right. Can okay. you hear me? There. Hello. Hello. You there? It's not. Anybody there? Hello? 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 Hmm. Oh, well. Why is it this working? I don't know. You there? Nobody. It just says hold time zero. Yeah, they should be live. They should be live, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why it's not. It's, uh, sorry, guy. Sorry, Tech Force. I don't know what's going on with that. It's right, man. Uh, it's cool. Usually, it worked last time I messed with it, and we yeah we got the people <laughs> called in. I even had it set up to where I can try to do it to make sure it worked. <laughs> so yeah, well, but anyway, you, know. uh, you did the the opening for the video game museum, National Video Game Museum, out here in Frisco. How was that? I did. Oh man, it was fantastic, man. Um, it was really kind of a daunting experience because, you know, I'm used to performing and it might be, uh, you know, a couple hundred people might be, you know, 20 people, but this was something that me and, um, and, um, and the, and the DJs that were there, um, had to kind of hold down. So, you got a constant uh, just influx of people that are that are coming in to this like side room because you have the museum on one side and on the right side you had like an opening where they kept people in just so they could um, you know put them in line or whatever a holding room because they had to call out numbers. There were so many people that came; it was like three thousand, four thousand wow. folks. So they could only have maybe 200 people in the museum at a time. So as people were leaving, then you had other people go in there, but I had to entertain them. So I go out in the line and I would, um, you know, say, Hey, how's everybody doing? You having a good time? They had the music playing. It was a dope experience, man. And I got to perform. So I got to do um, level up for strangers, man, pass out my CD. And, and what's so crazy is that people, still come up to me um, as I'm going around Frisco or whatever. Hey, man, you're tech force. And I remember seeing you at the National Video Game Museum. And that's, you know, that's always a good feeling because, um, you know, by this time they had a chance to listen to my album. And, and, um, and it's, it's, that was kind of the, a good relationship builder as far as me and me. And, and, and now my CD is being sold in the National Video Game Museum. Oh, nice. Cool. So that was kind of like the catalyst for, our relationship and, and, uh, and hopefully uh, I want to say with the next couple of months, I'm going to set up a show actually there and hopefully it'll be the, the video release to one of my songs from the new album, Ex Machina. Cool. Cool. Nice. 
So for the people that yeah. don't know, what exactly is the National Video Game Museum? Well, um, it is a collection of consoles, uh, games, anything that deals with the history of video games. So when you walk in, the first thing you see is, um, if you look to the left, there's a, a gigantic Pong machine that you can actually play uh, with a huge screen, and they change out the game, like, um, you know, regularly. On the right-hand side, you see a statue of Mario, and behind it on the wall is the history of consoles. So it goes back to, like, 1972, I think, with the Odyssey, and it works its way all the way up to the PlayStation 3. But um, they have different sections like that. Like, in the front of that section, you have, everything from Genesis to Super Nintendo you can play. In the very back, they have Ataris and Commodore 64 set up that you can actually put in the disc yourself and load up the game. And they have instructions that are set up right beside the computers so you'll know, all right, put this disc in and press this button. But it's um, it's really just to kind of preserve um, what it was like to game back in the day, and, and then it brings it up to, to right now, kind of just to see how our progress has been in video games. And it's a great place to go. If you haven't been there, uh, definitely go. It's very kid-friendly. They have activities there for kids. I think you can even have birthday parties there. And I'm thinking about having one. I'm a 40-year-old man. Don't they even so, have an arcade? <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's, it's God, what is it called? Pixel... I think it's called Pixel Galaxies. But in there, dude, they have, like, uh, Road Blasters and Mapping. Oh, man, and I love that game. Punch-Out. They have Sunset Riders. They got King of Fighters. Like, it's it's a dope little setup, and it reminds you of the old arcades from back in the day. I also heard that they got, like, a little setup of what it was like to be a gamer in the 80s. Yes, and that's mm-hmm. one of the... the my favorite parts, man, because you walk over there and they have like a little stereo that plays nothing but 80s music and they got <laughs> like an old bed, um, pictures of like the, the Rat Pack <laughs> on the wall, um, <laughs> Back to the Future, they have an old school Pac-Man phone and they even got like a, a room that's set up like your grandmother's house back in the day where it's an old, huge wooden console TV and an Intellivision um, you know, console on a coffee table with an old, you know, old couch, man. It looks like, like my grandma's house, but you can sit right. down and actually play it. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. I'm going I haven't been out there yet, but I've been wanting to go out there. So yeah, well, man, you to gotta, you know, I, I need go to out there and tell them check, check for us since you, man, everybody up there knows who I am. So, okay. Um, I'll definitely do it's that. It's a great spot to and then when you leave there, go over to Nirvana Food and Spirits because that's another right. place. That's yeah. the place um, I actually want to go. Yeah, I've been hearing about that. that for quite a while now. Drove you got to go to Nirvana, man. Isn't it right to, below, it's... like, Gamebox or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gearbox. Uh, Gearbox, that's it. Yeah. yeah, so Gearbox has the top floor in that building, but below is the coffee shop, and next to it is, is the Food and Spirits. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely wanting to go to that. I've been hearing about that for at least a year, year and a half now. So yeah, I've been, it's, 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 I don't get out to Frisco very much, so. I don't either, but it's. Yeah, man. You gotta, y'all got to go, man. You got to at least go to the National Video Game Museum. I'll plan on it. 
that's definitely going to happen at least yeah. within a couple of months mm-hmm. <laughs> because you I know. see a whole picture road trip. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we'll just have to go, go and talk to him and see what we can do. We got all this. There you up. go. Maybe we can do it when tech is there. Yeah. Tech force is there. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's a it's a it's a great time to be a gamer right now when you got spots in restaurants that are opening up um, that are gamer centric, man. That that cater to you and have actually you know real good food. And the food there at Nirvana is fantastic. What what There's would you say the best thing there? What's that? Um, do you, uh, I Nirvana? Yeah. What's the best thing you've had there for the food? Man, the best thing I had there was the uh, pork tenderloin. The pork tenderloin is it's so, so good, man, and just well done and seasoned. And the chef Mike up there, um, shout, out to, shout out to Mike, um, allowed me to try it out. And he said, hey, man, I got something for you. And he brought out this pork tenderloin, and I'm looking at it, and it looks fantastic. I cut into it, and it's like melted butter, man. And when mm. I tasted it, it was it was incredible. Like, I said, wait a minute. So we got a spot that has video games and good food like this and drink. I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, sleep here. Is that okay? <laughs> so so what's kind of like the decoration like there? Um, well, when you walk in there, man, at the very top, uh, close to the ceiling, they have kind of a mural, m- mural with um, Mario, uh, some you know, met, uh, Samus, and a bunch of characters painted there. As you walk towards the bar, they have five or six um, huge HD screens um, that are hooked up to consoles. So PlayStation 4, Xbox One are hooked up. And, of course, since Gearbox owns the spot, they're going to have Borderlands up. Um, right. Any first-person shooter will be up. But uh, behind the bar, they have actual tables you can sit at. But at the tables, they have many LCD screens, and they got them hooked up to old-school consoles like Super Nintendo, Genesis, whatever. So you might sit down at a booth and play Sonic, you know. Cool. And in the back, they have, like, two or three tables and there's, uh, I think there's two in the middle with HD screens. You could play like Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna yeah. have to go to that. So, man, it's uh, really, it's really cool. You, you got anything coming up that you want to talk about? Um, yeah, actually, I am. Like I was talking about before, um, the X Machina video should be done within the next, I want to say, a few weeks, um, and that is. The first video from the server crash part one is directed by um, um, my dude Shane, uh, and and uh, he's with Roxas Studios. So uh, Roxas Studios is is a great little company, man. He does uh, great CG work, and he's he shot the video. Shout out to my girl Winnie, who will be the actress in the video as well too. So the video combines CGI with live action. Oh, nice. So uh, it'll be where pretty was it next shot at? Level when it, huh? Where was it shot at? Um, it was shot in the studio downtown um, Dallas, actually, and it was right 
we, I mean, it was literally a green screen, and she's the only actress that's in the uh, the video. I won't be in it, but she'll be in it. Um, okay. But the way that he, the way he's doing it though, is going to be next level, man. So it's not going to be your average video when it drops, and I'm really excited about it. I'm also doing um, my own Patreon. Um, so for people who want to hear more Tech Force. And they want to help, you know, to fund videos or music or just help me in my process. I'm coming out with one within the next two weeks where they can do that. Um, okay. And based on, you know, what folks donate to it, they'll have different tiers and they'll be eligible to get certain things. And uh, I'm really excited about that because it's my first time doing it. And, uh, and, and we'll see about that. And uh, I'm also having a YouTube show that's coming out within the next couple of months, my own YouTube show. Okay. And what's the, what's the, that, go ahead. I'm sorry. What, what's it called? The name of the, um, the show it's with pop nerd TV uh-huh. and it's called, um, retro music with tech force. So the mm-hmm. name of the show um, well, the, the premise of the show is basically me. I'll be interviewing um, nerdcore artists and artists that do music about video games. So okay. we'll be meeting in different places like um, um, different places like comic book stores or you know the video game museum and several other spots. Mm-hmm. And then um, not only discussing that, you know, finding out we'll also be playing games, and at the end of the show. They'll actually be able to perform as well too. So we're real. I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. And we start shooting the first episode, uh, first part of March. And it's a pop nerd thing. Yes. Yeah. I, what, what, this, this is the first time I've kind of formally announced it. So okay. um, I'm, <laughs> we're even right now getting the logo together right now and, and all that. But it's gonna happen, man. And I'm really excited because it's kind of me taking tech force in, in a whole nother direction. That's awesome, man. You've got, you've done a lot since we first started talking back in about a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah, man, I've just been trying to, you know, um, get the brand out there and, and I just been really blessed, man, with a lot of the opportunities I have and performances I've done. And, uh, I've made some, some, some good friends and, um, good connections. Yeah, I used to uh, do a little work on the road, and I remember the kind of connections and friends you can make. It's it's a it's a it's a really great experience. It is, man. Well, see, a lot of people, um, what they don't understand, man, is about you gotta you gotta build relationships with people. You can't just do music and not talk to folks, right? Um, and and not because you know people go through things just like you do. And I've always appreciated when I talk to an artist and they talk to me and we have like real discussions that makes you relatable. It makes you human, you know? So uh, now let's get to talking about Tron a little because we haven't talked much about it for a little bit. Uh, What did you think of Tron 2 when it came out? Um, Legacy. Yeah. Well, Legacy, um, you know, I like Legacy. 
I have. I'm mm-hmm. a fan. I'm a fan of Legacy, and um, I, you know, I was so happy that they made another Tron. <laughs> right. I would have accepted anything they put out, but they, I, to me, I think they went above and beyond in the presentation and just the special effects, the actors. Um, I love seeing um, Jeff Bridges on screen again being Flynn. And I think everything was just with the 3D aspect. I think it was good, it was good man. It was well done. Uh, some people didn't like it. Some people thought, it was too much special effects, not enough story, but I think the way they tied it into the first one and right. where they they left it was even good because they set up the third one pretty pretty dang good. Oh yeah, but I agree. You know what? What you guys think about it? I I was there opening weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I had to see it, and I had to see it in 3D too. So I went by myself because nobody was there when I when I went to watch it so I went by myself but I had I enjoyed it now at first I didn't know I thought I was ripped off because it didn't it wasn't 3D at first and then when yeah. it finally went on and then that, that laser came out I was like oh there it is definitely <laughs> right you can definitely tell the yeah, difference man, I, th- I think it was good man as far as um the presentation in 3D you you really you had an experience when you saw it, and of course it was maybe for some some you know of the younger generation, it was the same experience we had when we were watching the first movie. Probably, um, yeah. You know, it's funny you say that. <laughs> I took my son, yeah. and he was the age when Tron Legacy came out that I was when the original Tron came out, and he had the exact same wow that I had. And so I thought that was cool, and we got to connect over that and everything. You know, like you said, I agreed. I, a lot of people that didn't like this, they were so busy looking at the special effects going, well, this, this doesn't tell the story. Well, that's not where the story was. The story is a lot of it was where the special effects weren't. Or, well, that's just a flashback. That's Look, they made a young Jeff Bridges, but that was part of the story that they were telling right. that was important. And they missed that detail. There's a lot of details there that they just missed. And and I thought that it was really cool how they tied it all together. Right. The, the only thing that was man. a little weird to me was the way Jeff Bridges looked in the flashbacks, in the way he looked at Clue. <laughs> right. You know. Well, the technology yeah. was white there. It wasn't as good as Rogue One CGI oh, faces. My goodness. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but again, we're looking at you know what ten years ago. Or so, or well, it was the, almost. It was the right. first time that they attempted that, though. You know, so yeah. kind of. I think if it wasn't if it wasn't for Tron, it probably wouldn't have happened in Rogue One. Right. Exactly. I think it was the first because step. Of, to yeah. I right. agree. What was the thing you hated about Tron Legacy? Um, I wish they had more time to flesh out Flynn and Sam's relationship even more. Um, because really by the time they got together, they talked for a bit, but by the time you saw them really connect, he was already out of there. Right. Um, wish they would have did like a side story or maybe some even 
some more elements where they would have fought together. Or maybe he would have taught his son how to do some of the things he was able to do. Because you see, um, you see Flynn with these abilities, but we don't know how he gained those abilities. You know, did that just, you know, I know in the first movie you kind of hinted him having those special powers, but we don't really get into that. So I think if we had more of that, you know, in there, like, hey, let me show you how to do this, that that would have brought a better connection between father and son to me. Okay. There was, uh, in Tron, the cartoon, Tron Uprising, there's a part where in Legacy, it shows where Tron supposedly died, you know, where it's like, hey, Flynn, am I supposed to still create the perfect system? Well, they recreated that in the cartoon but they added that people were there with that scene. Right. Yeah. And so other yeah. than that, I was like, eh. Yeah. You know, and, and I confess, man, I haven't really, I've, I've watched a few episodes of Uprising. I probably should have watched the whole thing as a Tron fan, but I always had mixed, uh, I got mixed opinions about the show, you know. Um, some people said it was fantastic. Some folks were like, ah, it's okay. Yeah, see, I tried to watch it, and the animation of the actual people is what got me. Now, when I would like yeah. just listen to it, the storyline was great, the acting was great, and the voices, oh, my God, they've got people like Andy Moore, David Arquette, John Glover. They even had Olivia Wilde, right. Aaron Paul, and Chris Klein on there as guest stars. Right. In the show, I mean, right. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood was the big name in that show. You know, he was the yeah. main star. And a lot of people, uh, what's his name? Bruce Boxwinner. Uh, Bruce Boxwinner. Yeah. yeah, he was the only mm-hmm. one who played in all three things. He played in the Tron as Tron and uh, Alan. Same thing with uh, Tron Legacy, and he played Tron and uh, Uprising. In Uprising too. Yeah, he's he's been consistent, man. I think that's why fans still love him and and um and I'm actually uh friends on um on Facebook with Cindy Morgan who played Yori. Oh, okay. And the original Tron and um she's she's actually heard one of my Tron songs and loved it. Cool. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, dude, she actually dug O to the Retro and uh, she saw the video. And which is crazy because um, I, 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 I'm part of this Tron fan group that she runs called Yori Lives, and I posted uh-huh. O to the Retro. She said, and then she did a, she did a post and tagged me and it said Tech Force. I love O to the Retro on Twitter, and I thought it was the greatest thing in the world because I'm like, man, you're you know you're you're Yori, and <laughs> um, <right? laughs> yeah, it's like hey wait Yori. a minute, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She, but you know, she knows who I am. And she's heard my music, and and uh, and and I, I've tagged her in pictures with my daughter watching Tron, and and she loved it. So um, it's just cool to 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 be friends or, or be close to the original cast in some way. Oh yeah, Man, definitely. That is awesome. Uh, as an artist, because I'm a musician myself, you know, as an artist, you're inspired by you know whatever it is, Tron or or Star Wars or whatever it is, and, and you have that inspiration, yeah. and you create yeah. art. And then when the people that inspired you really like it, I man, that's, that's just amazing. It, 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 it always 
makes you, it gives you such a good feeling inside that nothing else does. Especially Absolutely. when it's a good song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because for the people that haven't heard that Ode to the Retro, it's an amazing song. Go look it up on YouTube. Is it still on YouTube? Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank, thank you both of you guys. I, I, it's so crazy, man. We, you know, me and, and, um, and B Nerd Hub, um, he's the guy that produced the track. Um, when, when we made that song, um, this was, hell, it could have been probably about almost two years ago. Uh, we started talking, and before we made that beat, we were or made that song. We were really just learning who who we were. It's when our friendship kind of started. And right. he was asking me, "So, Tech, what kind of beat do you want?" I said, "Well, man, just make me something video gamey, man, and and high energy, and 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 something that was dope." So he said, "Okay, okay." So about two weeks later, he gives me this beat, and I listen to it. I'm like, "Oh my god." This is insane, man. I don't even know what to do with this beat. And, he, you know, he starts laughing and stuff. And then as I listen to it, that hook, um, when you listen to that track, to me, it, it sounds like old cash money, like Juvenile and, and uh, BG and Lil Wayne and stuff like that. And that's why when you hear the hook and it's bounce to the Mario, bounce to the Metroid, that's like an old to old, like, New Orleans rap. Right, because it, it sounds like a bounce track to me, but I wanted to gamer it up so that it would be for my people. It so, definitely does sound like a bounce track. I mean, the beat is sick. When my son heard yeah. it, that's what that's what first got his ear because he's got the same ear as me. He like listen to beats first, and he just like, oh my god, he just started exactly bobbing his head to it, and then the words kick yeah. in. He's like, oh, I love this song. Shout out to Beat Nerd Hub, man. He's a phenomenal producer, and we've worked several times. He produced on Tech Support. He did Ode to the Retro and Devastator. Um, we got a Dragon Ball Z track together, Spirit Bomb. Um, every time I, I get together with Hub, we make magic. We just, you know, it's just that sometimes you have a unison with a, another artist, and y'all just click. And it doesn't matter what you do, it's going to be dope. And I, I feel that's He's the guy that that does that for me. So who who's the producer on this new one that you're doing? Um, on on the Tron album. The uh, Tron album or the Server Crasher too? Well, I've well actually on um, part one there were several producers. Um, there was uh, B Nerd Hub, of course. Um, there was. Um, Alcatraz Electro that produced 2164. Um, I do Retroactive produced Warhorn, but I, I did most of the production on the album. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, and I forget, I'm forgetting um, uh, uh, Offbeat Ninja. He was one that did um, Retro Dreaming. So I had a combination, but I, this is the first album I attempted to do most of the production on. Okay. That's pretty cool. Uh, definitely can't wait to hear it, you know, because I've listened to the SoundCloud listen to the stuff that you've got on there and the server crash volume one. And I like it. I, I'm going to have to get a copy Thanks, of it. Man. Get a chance. I mean, I like the first, the one that uh, tech force, the one that you gave me and was owed to the retro on it. And that, I just love that CD from beginning to end. So I'm definitely going to. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm probably going to do a follow up to uh tech support at some time to just, getting back to the gamer 
because um, that between the two albums, you know, Tech Support is the happier one, and Server Crash is more getting into my real life and some of the issues I go through, and um, you know, like problems at the job, and you know, issues with drinking, just just real stuff. So it's a contrast between albums, but it just depends on what you like, you know. Right. Well, is there anything you want to uh, say to the crowd, or anything you want to plug? Um, yeah, I mean, um, please go to www.techforcecentral.com. That's where you guys can find out um, anything new on me, um, as well as the Patreon that will be released within the next couple of weeks. I'm on my social media, Twitter. It's at techforcerises. Instagram is techforce. Um, let's see, what else am I on? Facebook, I'm techforce. I think libs. Um, anywhere you can think of, that's where I'm at. So make sure you go there and um, and go to YouTube. YouTube, go you know, search Tech Force, check out the old to the retro videos, level up if you haven't, or anything else that I have as well. Okay. And what's your uh, next CD due out? Um, I will let you know. <laughs> okay. I'm still working <laughs> on it right now. And I haven't really decided if it's going to be um, Server Crash Part 2 or I'm just going to wait till July and do the Tron album. Okay. Um, so the Tron album is kind of a priority because I've been off and on working on it for two years. Right. So I look forward to hearing that. So what's the Tron album going to cover? Like, what is it going to be like um, you're in the Tron universe? Well, it's, I, I think I'm taking segments of the story. Okay. So one of the songs is when, in the original movie, when um, Tron, Ram, and Flynn first hit the grid with the life cycles. Uh-huh. And it's called um, Gridtastic is the song that deals with that. Okay. Um, I have another one where it's Yori and, Yori and, and Flynn uh, right before he jumps into the, the uh, MCP to destroy it. I got kind of just segments, but I think the biggest thing for me is just deciding if I want to tell the entire story or just have moments in it. So I'm still still finalizing that. Okay. Well, I definitely can't wait to hear it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm sure it will be. But uh, well, it was nice talking to you. Uh, hope you get a little bit of a boost in people coming to your site. So, and hopefully you get more more listeners here, man. We appreciate y'all yeah. you being here. Yeah, you guys, uh, it, I love talking Tron, and, uh, you know, that's anytime y'all want to talk that or uh, whatever else, just hit me up because you know how much I love it. All right, no and problem. We, I have a feeling that we're going to be talking about a field trip to the video game museum and um, going to getting some good grub and stuff over that way. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we may, we may give you a Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely let them know you, you told us to go there. We'll definitely give that to you. That's right. And anybody else that goes there, let them know that Tech Force sent you too. There you go. All right, man. Have I a good one. A discount, but you'll have a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one. All right. Take care. So there we go. All right. Uh, now back to Tron. What was your least favorite part in Tron? Waiting all those years for the sequel to come out. <laughs> it was it was hard. I mean, I, I really liked the movie, you know, like Tech Force said, it really spoke to me. There was something about it and I still 
can't quite put my finger on what it is that resonates. Um, but for, you know, like Star Wars in its day, um, that one spoke to me too. That movie changed the way movies were made. Right. And, and this was obviously after it. And this movie obviously changed the way movies were made because look at what special effects are doing now. Oh yeah. And it just, it, it just keeps pushing the envelope and stuff. And, and it's the, the, um, the pioneers like those that really you go back and you look at that, go, that's the one that set the tone and everyone took that and ran with it, but they're the ones that started that. And, and I, I just can't believe it. And I understand waiting because they wanted to be sure and you know, wait, waiting on some technology to advance a little bit. And, and I can understand that, but it, mm, it was a long time. You know, when they released the Tron two, when it was like TR two in yes. When they released that, there wasn't even a script. There wasn't, nobody was even hired. That was just Disney pushing it out there saying, Hey, what do you think? What that was, it was a feeler. Is what it, that was yeah. like. Oh, is there interest in this? And no. then it was like, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about a part three? Would you be interested in a part three? I would be interested to see where the story went because they set it up really, really well. And I think that it's potentially enough story there for more than just three. I think they could do three, four, and five with the amount of story that they set up. Um, but they also set it up as a good ending, too, where it's off to the off in the distance rides the hero and the girl and it's kind of you know like okay but here it is but it's it's open enough that they can come back right and there's enough story that could be told to encompass a a couple of at least two more movies if not three but you know at least two um but you want to make sure it's done right and and then you know you have advances in cgi and so Jeff Bridges can be any age again and, <laughs> you know, whatever. No, well, he'd have to be back, brought back to life because supposedly he died, remember? No, yeah. <laughs> now, well, now, the question is... Some of that was flashbacks, though, where he was in there younger. Well, no, so, the, yeah. So, you know, so, so it could so be flashbacks. could still be flashbacks. Yeah, I guess so. You look at it like that. Now, the big question is... I forgot the question. Well, I'm good at that. <laughs> <laughs> the big question is uh, not going to come out of my mouth because I forgot it. That's okay. I'm I, sure it I will do be, that appear on the internet. I'm, I'm sure it will for some. It'll be a Twitter question, and people will get a chance to answer besides me. Right. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about some shows that we got coming up. Our next show, we're going to talk about Rogue One. Yeah. We're finally going. We're finally going to review that one. It's not really a review. We're just going to tell our thoughts about it. Give our thoughts, our input, and I hopefully we'll get an opportunity between now and then to see it a third time. Or a second I, time. I think that, well, I will hopefully see it the third time because I've seen it twice. Um, but not me. that depends on if it lands in the um, cheap theater or not. Exactly. Well, that's in two weeks, so we got two weeks. I know. I checked while ago. It's not there this week. So if it's there next week... There's hope. There's hope. <laughs> ha ha. No, no pun intended, right? <laughs> For the people that get that. <clears throat> Anyways, then we got uh, mobsters. Yeah. We're gonna talk. We're gonna do mobster movies and like Goodfellas and stuff like Goodfellas, Goodfellas Godfather, Godfather. You know, wake up with a horse in your bed uh, type stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, 
what was that other one? The one that Johnny Depp, where he was undercover. Um, Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco, yeah. Then you got stuff like uh, Giant Dangerously. That's funny Johnny comedy. Giant Dangerously, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're the good mob. We like to give presents to people. Mm-hmm. We're going to rob you, but then give you a present. And maybe we might throw some Sopranos in there. Yeah, definitely. Of course, I really didn't watch Sopranos until I, the I, end of the series. You know, I didn't. I still have not watched one episode. But I recently. Well, then how are we going to throw that in there? Because I recently subscribed to HBO Now, and oh. the whole series is on there, so I can watch the whole thing. Between well, then, then you better catch up. I've got a month. At least watch the last season because that was the season I watched. Okay, I, well. I I could probably talk about that. I would probably watch the whole thing. <laughs> so we got that coming up. Uh, also, the big news that we have. The, or that I announced that we got coming up. We've got a new sponsor called Scent of a Geek. Yes. www.scentofageek.com. They're geeky wax melts with, a, or they're scented wax melts with a geeky twist. You know, those little wax melts you put in little wax warmers and it melts mm-hmm. and it smells good. You know, just go check it out. It's good <laughs> it's, stuff. It's good stuff. It's got stuff like Krypton's Oceans, Harley's Cotton Candy, uh, Doc Brown's Iced Tea. Yeah, <laughs> it's got some crazy stuff there. So there's go some ch- fun ones. Go check it out. They're now taking pre-orders, so they'll uh, they'll ship out around the end of March. Yeah, that's what we're that's what they're aiming for to ship out at the end of March. But it's www.centofageek.com. Right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope y'all come back. Don't forget to follow us and everything, so you know when the next show is. You know what our next shows are about. So come on back. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Whole Picture Podcast, brought to you by Scent of a Geek. Scented wax with a geeky twist. You can find them at www.scentofageek.com. We are on every other Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Pod. Don't forget to follow us for new updates on shows. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at Whole Picture Pod. The Whole Picture is also on Google Play Music and iTunes. For more information, check out www.wholepicturemovies.com.